I don't watch WWE programming during the week or at the weekend, mainly because I'm trying to focus on things that I like doing. And there's a lot of other wrestling about, which is better wrestling. So generally, I get my headlines from those, um, you know, those things like Wrestle Talk and who just follow other people's views and then tell us their own, pretty much like I'm doing here. Um, you know, or what culture or, you know, warmed over stuff, pretty much like I'm doing here. Or I get the information from the special events. And this is NXT in your house takeover. In your house, yeah. Remember when we were crap when in your house came out? Well, we're crap again. Yeah, all of all of that really. It's um NXT was supposed to have come back recently a little bit against AEW, but um this event doesn't really Move the metrics in my own personal view. I'm going to use that phrase, move the metrics. It sounds like I'm quite trendy in that respect, but it does. It's, um, it's got some interesting matches in it, but it's also got for, for apparently the first crowd they've had in the Capitol Centre. They are off a bit quiet for quite a lot of it. You would expect them to be raucous throughout, and they're not, which gives us some idea of what they like and what they don't like as we said it'll be interesting to see what's over and what's not and quite a lot here is not over yeah okay so top pettingill's out first naomi fox does a bit of singing doesn't really do herself any favors top pettingill comes is out because he used to do in your house we didn't like him then we see he's got a, be- a little beard now it's Sets him back about 15 years. He apparently would love a full-time return to In Your House or to WWE. Yeah, I'll bet he would. Quite a lot of what he does. It's, I suppose it's quite funny. It's, I'll put this DVD in the DVD player. I'll play Rock'em Sock'em Robots type thing with Dexter Loomis. Yeah, the stalker Dexter Loomis. But you're delighted you come to WWE now, aren't you, Sam Shaw? Was that, was that, was that your name? I think it was in the Independence. Because... Uh, yeah, this angle's really working for you. Anyway, first up is MSK, MSK and Bronson Reed versus Legado Del Fantasma. And this is bound to be a good match, isn't it? Well, really, what you've got is five people who can really do it and Bronson Reed. Not saying Bronson Reed can't do it, but he doesn't really fit in this match. Although I like Bronson Reed. I liked him even before he was Bronson Reed. So, um, the thick boy can do some stuff. Some stuff. But um, really, the whole match is about we fly about and do our stuff and we really don't want Bronson Reed in because not only will he smack us up a bit, but he'll also stop any kind of momentum the match has got. That's the way it works with Reed. You can't keep putting him in with smaller opponents because we'll just want to see the smaller opponents. Apparently, this is everything on the line. So, you know, the MSK are the tag team champions, and uh, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose so. And Bronson Reed is the US champion. Yes, this is kind of mud at the wall booking. Let's just see what sticks. Keep throwing it just to see if we can get some urgency and impetus. I'll tell you what, the one who loses has to be killed. Let's do that one. It's just... Anyway, this match is actually a good match. It's bound to be with MSK 
uh, and Legado del Fantasma in there. Some of the high spots from this are that there's a hammock. Which, uh, you know, MSK give, give Wilde a hammock and then there's a reed sent on, which is just... Well, I mean, it's not ideal for him, to be honest. I bet his joints hurt after that. All five of them fly over the top rope, so Reed has a go through the middle ropes, and that's lovely. Saw something similar on CCW recently, really like it, and that looks nice. Escobar hits a very nice grounded, map-based bow and arrow. I like that modification of the mood, you know. And then Reed does his spot where he takes both uh, two members of, 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 of LDP, I will call them, onto his back. They kind of jump on to his shoulders. It's not ideal, to be honest. Yeah. The main spot of this, though, is that Escobar gets Reed up for a perfectly executed Michinoku driver. Yes, you heard that correctly. He gets him up in it and he doesn't just drop him or dump him. He gets him up and he really delivers it. There is a spot then where Escobar is taken through the barricade or the barrier. You know, it's kind of chicken wire stuff by Bronson Reed. We've seen that so many times recently, of course. It's your lockdown spot. There are many of them. And without him being there, there is a big Reed splash and MSK and Reed win. Good match to start with. And throughout this, what you're going to see is Stephen Regal is running at one point, not seeing run for ages, trying to break up some, some trouble there in the parking lot. And now we've got Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Now, the crowd are absolutely silent for this. Two of the big spots are there's a nice butterfly suplex from Mercedes and a massive Inzaguri from Zia Lee for the pin. It was a match. It was okay. The crowd are absolutely silent throughout this whole match. And that's not ideal. Okay, next up, they're rolling out the legends. It's Ted DiBiase with the million dollar belt. Now, I don't mind that they're fighting for the million dollar belt because the million dollar belt was always supposed to be well, this is, I can't win the heavyweight championship, so I'm going to buy one. You know, he was famously, Ted DiBiase had it gifted to him by Andre after he won. So it was held up and we had the WrestleMania 4 1988 tournament. Remember that? And um, I remember that because I'm old enough to remember that. And really the belt was all about, um, as I say, I'll buy my own. Virgil won it. You know, Soul Train Jones uh, won it. And, you know, so it has, it, it's not got a sort of storied legacy, to be honest. This is LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes in a, a ladder match for the belt. Grimes is well over. LA Knight, less so. And this is a ladder match. So actually, quite a lot of what we've, we've already seen quite a lot of what you can do with ladders. So two men in the ring is not going to cut it as much as four or five men in the ring or women in the ring because you can do more with that and really they tried hard but oh, I don't know yeah there was a very nice uh, night neck breaker to Cameron Grimes on the edge of the ladder and then Knight was whipped into the ladder and clotheslined with it which is very good then back dropped onto another they bring in a golden ladder of course they do it's got Diamante on it 
Grimes gets on a lighting gantry, jumps off on tonight. We have seen that sort of thing before, though. So, it's although I'm saying I'm thinking this looks good, I I suppose it's the tyranny of choice, isn't it? And and we've had too much of it, really. Then Grimes is pushed off the top of the ladder onto another ladder that's set up outside. That must have really, really hurt. These people are bumping for my pleasure, and I am thinking I've seen this before. And night winds to silence and a few scattered boos. He gets the belt. He even gets pyro. We've seen it before. And here's Regal trying to break up some more fighting. He's having a bit of a torrid time tonight, isn't he? Next up, one of the matches of the night. Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Yeah, some really good spots in this. Ember Moon's a fighter. Gonzalez has the power. Simple idea. And they deliver it. Hit. Gonzalez hits that nice um, sidewalk slam, one-armed. It's very nice to see. And then a twisting senton off the top, which is good. A modified Alabama, Alabama slam. Lovely. She can't believe that Moon is still kicking out. Then Moon gets some offense, and that's really nice. Huge smack on the jaw puts her down. She immediately hits, hits a code red for a long two. Gets a sort of eclipse counter. Then gets the eclipse off the top. Dakota Kai, Kai is there to put Gonzalez's leg on the ropes. This is working out well, and the crowd are into this. There is then a great Moon DDT off the top to the walkway. She hits it, it's safe, it looks good, it sounds great, but in the end, Gonzalez hits the one-armed choke, sit-out thing for the pin. Great match. Really enjoyed it. Lovely work. They put themselves out for it. The spots were modulated and moderated, so it wasn't a spot fest, because you've got a main event coming up, which should have that. And, um... Good, really good um, match to prepare you for the main event, which is the five-way for the championship. Gargano versus O'Reilly versus Don versus Adam Cole versus Karrion Cross. Cole is still over. Boom, baby, goes down well. And you've got the usual cross power thing, you know, Double, a double, su- double suplex. We've seen this before from Karrion Cross. we're told. Yes, we have. And that is all we've seen from Karrion Cross. He just shouts. He's got some power. That's about it. This match goes so much better when Cross isn't there. For instance, there's a double done... Uh, uh, double done. Joint manipulation. Cross ruins it. They try and push him through the door for in your for the in your house set. There is a very nice DDD counter by uh, DDT counter, should I say, by um, Gargano on Dunn, then who then lawn darts him into everyone else for a long two. Very nice, very nice. Cross hits a rather nasty choke throw on Gargano into the apron. Gargano hits a lovely modified tornado DDT on Cross, and then one on Dunn. The way he does it is just superb. And I'm not a great fan of Gargano. He really pulled a lot out here tonight. He dives through the middle ropes. Two done. Seamlessly caught him in a DDT. That is beautiful work. And probably the spot of the match. Now, um, when Cross works, the crowd boo. And that's not just because he's a heel. It's not that kind of heel heat booing. I have to say... Cole and O'Reilly 
put Cross onto the announce table. It doesn't go through it. It doesn't break. I think that might have hurt him. So they can now work a bit, which is great. And they do. The four of them work so well together. You know, smaller guys who can really do it. There's a Gargano escape on two men. Double super kick to Dunn as he comes off the top. A cold Panama sunrise to Gargano. It's lovely to see that. And then when Cross comes back in, Dunn gets him in a triangle choke. Really lovely. It's about time that Cross showed he has some weakness here. But eventually, Cross puts O'Reilly out in the Cross jacket and the crowd are silent. This is the problem you've got. You've put the belt on him. You've pushed him to the moon. Crowd don't like that anyway. And he's not a great character. Not when you've had smaller guys being the champions. I hope he gets a call up soon because I can't wait to see him buried on the main roster. And the last thing we see, Regal walking out looking tired. He said, it's, be it's Bedlam, perhaps it's time for a change. And the crowd shout, no! That's the heart of it. Regal's the heart of it. The wrestling is the heart of it. The characters are not the heart of it. And actually, in general, the exception is Keith Lee, I suppose, bigger men are not the heart of NXT. This was patchy. It's probably only a three and a half or four out of five. But what was interesting was that the crowd really showed us what they liked and what they didn't. And there was quite a lot that they didn't. Ta-ta.